Hey, TCBs. I'm Amanda. No, you're not. No, no, me, Amanda. You, <laughs> Ashley. I'm Ashley. I'm Amanda. And you're listening to Allegedly. I confuse you? What? Did you? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you? Hello? Were you? Were you doing that on purpose? Yeah, I was just testing you. I really. I really. I'm not sure in what way I was testing you. <laughs> Maybe to see if you still knew your own name. I really thought. I really thought you thought you said Ashley, but you did not. <laughs> you did not say that. You. Oh my gosh. So you, how have you been? Um, busy. Busy. Three children, all in different sports, and yeah, that's busy. Work, and my husband works, and we're trying to build an addition onto the house, and laundry. I don't even know what that means anymore because I don't have time to do that. <laughs> I just did that this morning. I'm all, all caught up. I do it once a week. We're every, supposed to do it once a week every as well, and Sunday, it and it usually only takes me about an hour and a half, and then I'm done. Call it a day. A what now? <laughs> hour and a half? Yeah. Yeah, and then I'm done. How? I do things very, you know, I'm strategic in everything I do, and I get things done when I'm doing other things. I'm just, you know me, OCD. I I, I don't have all day to spend on shit. I don't either. I can't. Yeah. Um, During the week with sporting events after work and then the kids have to be in bed by a certain time. I have to be in bed by a certain time because I need to sleep too because I have to get up early. I have to go to work. And then on Saturdays, we usually have some sport. And then on Sundays, we're at cheer for four fucking hours. All right. I I just don't have time. I just don't have time. Do you need a drink or a tranquilizer or something? I don't drink. Holy crow. I don't tranquilize. Is that a thing? Yeah. That's... (gasps) <laughs> is that Ramsey? No, Landon is here scaring Amanda. Oh my god, guys, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so well, sorry. Well, when you gotta go, you gotta go. This is the problem with having only one bathroom and us recording in it. Yeah. But the acoustics are just so well. They're so well. So well. They're so good. Good. Yeah, that's what I meant. They're so well. They're so, you know. You know oh, gosh. All right. Well, I don't think we have too much else to talk about. <gasps> that's a lie. How did I forget about the love of my life? The gnome? Yes. <laughs> and you too. You, you too, you guys. Too. We meant. Oh, well, yeah. Um. So, uh, holy gnome. I... Jeez. I have been gnome all day, <laughs> <laughs> creating gnome. Do we do we give him a name or? Oh, or he's gnome? gonna need a name. He is definitely gonna need, need, a need a name. He's gonna need a name, but he does have a slogan already. No name, but he has a slogan. <laughs> I just love that you're so excited. About I love it. him. <laughs> no, I love him so much that I want to take him from said drawing. 
and have him do As sleep a stuffed with. animal. Yeah. Not not in a Does anybody know way, how but... we well, I didn't think it was. It came out weird. I don't want to sleep with him like that, but I need him in my life. Does he have I will take him everywhere. Like like a child of mine or a husband. I will take him everywhere. I now pronounce you no wife man wife. Not- <laughs> no man wife. So he's a gnome. So he's a boy. Sure is a boy. Okay. Um, is there websites or companies out there that take drawings and turn them into stuffed animals? They can, don't Can somebody know. please point us in they that direction? They do not even know. Gina, get on this now. Somebody get on this. Also, um, have you all seen the preview of the photo shoot <gasps> that, Am- oh. that Amanda and I did? That was another thing we fell in love with. No, seriously, that pumpkin on my head was like 30 pounds. Yeah. Uh, we posted five photos that Sneak I could peeks. not choose. Amanda had to choose these I photos because <laughs> there yeah. were 66. Yeah. I think- And one video. Yeah. I think this coming Thursday... Um, before you guys hear this. <laughs> so if the you day before. It, the day before you guys hear this, I'm going to post the behind the scenes photos, which would be us with our pumpkins off our heads. All okay. of those photos. And then all yeah. the other fun photos will come on Halloween. Which will be a Monday. All Hallows Eve. Uh yeah, because we had so much fun. Oh my gosh, it. that was so much fun. We set out to do this fun little photo shoot, not expecting that it was even going to go well. We got 66 usable photos. We could have kept going, y'all. We could have kept going if we weren't on a time crunch. Yeah, I know. And that was only you. It was like, but... We, yeah. And you were late as it was because yeah. we were trying to get out of the cemetery when we found... We kept finding fantastic spots for photos. But listen, now we're already talking about next year. Oh my God. Oh my God. We got we, a plan. We're not going to tell you. We're, no. It's a secret. Nope. But we've we've already got a plan. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so scared. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? <laughs> Do you know what that's from? No idea. That's <laughs> <laughs> how Jessie Spano sang it when she was crying oh. on Zach. Remember? Yeah, but wasn't she also doing some type of pills or something? Yeah. 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 And saved by the bell. Saved by the bell. That's a great story. Can we talk about murder now? <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Um, what's the topic? What's the what's the um who are we? Who are we? I can't form words in my brain today. Today's case, case thank you. is Kyle Morgan. Kyle Morgan. Okay, first of all, I don't like that this person has two names. And why is it Kyle Morgan, Kyle Morgan? Is is this like, what? what is this? Great question, Amanda. I'm so glad you asked. I actually have two stories for you today. Not just one case, but two. And they one about Kyle Mer- Morgan, the murderer, and one about Kyle Morgan, the victim. Did Kyle Morgan kill Kyle Morgan? No. Oh, that would have been even more ironic. But these are two different people, two different locations, two different cases. Separate from each other. Same year? No. Separate completely. 
But because every time I Googled Kyle Morgan for one case, the other case came up too. Ah. But so does Kyle Morgan, the musician, but that has nothing to do with either of these. (laughs) Why? Why? I'm still stuck on they have two first names. Two first names. Kyle and Morgan. Those are, that's two first names. My name is Ashley Vincent. Vincent is a first name. No. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. No. Especially, yes, it is. Okay. There are a lot of people out there whose last names could be first names. I don't like that. I'm sorry. You don't get to create the... You, I'm sorry. It's just so weird to me. Why are you whispering? Are we doing that again now? I don't like to whisper. Sometimes I feel very sultry when I talk to you guys like this. Debbie while, Dallas. while I look at the girth of the microphone. It is girthy. Again. It okay. really is. Let's get into the first case. Okay. The first case, is it Kyle Morgan, the murderer? I guess we're going to have to find out. Okay. So imagine being a person who was hungry, cold, homeless, and wandering the streets of wintry Illinois. That does not sound like a good time. No. No. Nothing about that sounds like a good time to me. No. The worst part for me would be the hungry part. Yeah. I I am a hungry girl and a sleepy girl. Yeah. Hmm. I do not prefer to be hungry, um, and I'm not sleeping under a bridge. I I can't do it. No, I need the comfort, and no, I feel really bad for the homeless people. I really do. I do too. Okay. I know a lot of people are actually in this situation yearly, so we're gonna go back to January eighteenth, two thousand nine. In the United States at that time, according to Wikipedia, there were about 643,000 sheltered and unsheltered homeless people nationwide. Oh my God. That number is far larger than I thought it was. Yeah. And that was in 2009. So according to nationalhomeless.org in 2009, there were 14,055 homeless people, which put them in number 39 of all 50 states for Illinois. Yeah, so 14,000 of them were just in Illinois. Yep. Oh, my God. I know. That's a lot of people. So 28-year-old Robin Burton Jr. was actually one of these homeless men in 2009. Robert? Yeah. There is not a single shred of, well, anything that I could find on Robert, except his last known address was in the Rockford, Illinois area. However, Rockford is 36 miles west of where our story takes place in Woodstock. Hmm. So, of course, for visual, (laughs) you know, Woodstock is about 41 miles northwest of Chicago. Okay. All right. Woodstock is known as the typewriter city, but is most well known for the filming spot for the 1987 movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, starring John Candy and Steve Martin. Have you ever seen that? I feel like I have seen that. I think I have seen that, like, once. Yeah. Uh, The movie brought Woodstock to the attention of, like, a local, or a location manager, Bob Hudgens. He later recommended the town to Harold Ramis for the filming of another movie. 
So again, Woodstock was front and center for the filming for the 1993 movie Groundhog Day starring Bill Murray. Oh, love it. Yeah. So it is said that although the story is set in... Philadelphia, uh, Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, that other Punk one. Satani. That one. Uh, the movie's producers preferred, like, the little American backdrop. It just looked quintessential. Yeah. Like, this is America. Yeah. Um, of Woodstock Square and its surroundings. Nice. It's it's a cute little town. Like, if you Google it, it's, it's definitely like, oh, that's a cute little American town. That's adorable. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. So that's why they chose that. So on January 18th, 2009, Robin's body was discovered in a Woodstock, Illinois apartment at 320 Leah Lane by a building maintenance worker. Oh my. Yeah. The apartment belonged to 29-year-old Kyle Morgan. But he was nowhere to be found. Well, where the hell was he? Yeah, that's a really good question. So it turns out that somehow Kyle met Robin, but we're not sure how. I have no idea. It could have been, it could have been anything. Like, for all we know, Robin could have been on the side of the road when Kyle saw him. That kind of thing. But however it happened, it seemed that Kyle understood that Robin was homeless. He, he understood that. But I have no idea how they met. Not a clue. Wait, Robin? Or Robert? What did I say before? Robert? It's Robin. I think you put it to Robert. Robin. It's Robin. It's a boy. Yeah. And we don't know how they met, but he ended up in his apartment dead. Yeah. No idea how they met, but Kyle knew Robin was homeless. He didn't know that much. So there are reports that Kyle offered Robin like a warm meal and a bed to sleep in, which, I mean, if you're homeless, I'm pretty sure you're like, you don't care. You're going to take it. Exactly. Yeah. So, of course, before all of that, the two men went to buy drugs and then headed back to Kyle's apartment to play video games. At some point in the evening, though, Kyle began to beat Robin in the head with a hammer. Because that's an idea of fun. No. He also, after that, stabbed him 20 to 30 times and cut pieces of his flesh away from his body. Why? <sighs> now, is this like... Could this be like the drugs taking over or whatever they That's did and like he was hallucinating or I'm something? I'm not exactly sure what drugs they had got. Um, but authorities on the scene called it gruesome. It sounds it. Saying that there was blood smeared all over the walls and that the body had been desecrated. Like just torn apart. Oh my God. They probably couldn't even tell... A lot Who it of was, anything. just from looking at it. Yeah. So on one of the walls, there was a message. Oh, of course there was. So with a mix of Kyle's own blood and Robin's blood, Kyle had wrote, it is better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. I disagree. That's a lot of, that's a lot of re-dipping. I, I mean, why would Kyle write, Morgan be bleeding? Maybe he was fought. Maybe he, you know, who knows? That's a lot of blood to write that big of a message. Well, I mean, most of the blood I'm sure was Robin's. That's still a lot of blood. But like, that's like literally, you don't just dip your finger once. No, and you have to keep going back. I mean, back. even just for one letter, you got to go back and forth. It's so Did he weird. have a paintbrush and do it? No, I doubt it. 
Oh, I doubt it. So he also placed three Uno cards reading 666 on top of Robin's chest and then placed a skull and crossbones die on his temple. Why? I don't know. I, I, did he think he was going to like be this famous serial killer or something? We'll get into that. So in his DVD player was the movie Natural Born Killers. Have you ever heard of this? Yes, I've seen it many times. I've never seen it. What? Yeah. Oh, you would like it. You would like it. Okay. So the significance of the movie is actually a lot. Okay. So there are actually a ton of different killers who like to say that they were inspired by this movie. Yeah. I listen to Morbid. All the time. And I'm never surprised that when they say, well, so-and-so was inspired by the movie Natural Born Killers. Like, that yeah. just seems like... Okay. Yeah. So, according to Wikipedia, Natural Born Killers is a 1994 American crime film directed by Oliver Stone and starring Woody Harrelson, Juliette Lewis, Robert Downey Jr., Tommy Lee Jones, and Tom Sizemore. It's a very Sizemore, good movie. Sizemore. I, I have not seen it. Maybe you, we you would really that. you would really like it. We should definitely. I'm really surprised I haven't seen it. Me too. But maybe it's because 1994 was before my we crime time. We were nine years old. Yeah, we were nine. Um, and and I just. But, but I, mean, I was we, also under. Yes. Yes. Somebody that just wouldn't have allowed that probably. Um, so anyway, the film tells the story of two victims of traumatic childhoods who become lovers. And then mass murders, because that sounds like a progression. Um, and they are irresponsibly glorified by the mass media. Yep. That sounds about right. Yep. I feel like that is a thing that still does happen. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So this movie is highly controversial, and it has been accused of encouraging and inspiring numerous murders in North America, including the Heath High School shooting and the Columbine High School massacre. Oh, I didn't know that. The Columbine killers even coded, codenamed their attack NBK, an acronym for... Natural Born Killers. Yep. One other murder that this movie is credited for inspiring is the 1995 killing spree of 18-year-old Sarah Edmondson and Benjamin James Darris. So according to Crime Rewind, the two spent the night of March 5th, 1995, at Edmondson's family cabin in Welling, Oklahoma, where they took LSD and repeatedly watched the movie. LSD, that's acid, right? Hell if I know. I think so. So, they ended up going on, like, a multi-state killing spree. On purpose. Is it, wait, is that the movie? Did the movie do that? Multi-state killing spree? Oh, I don't know if it was multi-state. Oh. Well, these two, I do believe, did go on a multi-state killing spree. We may cover them. I may put them down. I didn't want to give out too much information, so I didn't look too much into them because I didn't want to give out too much if I decided to cover them. So, back in Kyle Morgan's apartment, police found disturbing poetry and pictures. Because, of course. Of course. They also found letters he had written to um, Dennis Rader. Do you know him? No. Should I know him? You you might know him as the BTK killer. Oh, okay. He also wrote to Richard Ramirez. Richard Ramirez, do you know who that is? No. That's the Night Stalker. 
But let's talk about that for a minute. Right there, you did not know them by their first names. No, I knew them by what the media called them. Yep. Nice stalker and BTK killer. Yeah. Because we write to those people. I mean, I've wrote to a murderer, but not mass murderers because those people, or serial killers, those people will come back and kill me. <laughs> Absolutely. The one I wrote to, not no. so much. No. So Kyle decided that he wanted a cool name as well. Oh, of course he did. And I just need you to know that this is not how this works. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what he, he came up with. Well, first of all, he decided he was going to name himself something. No, that's not how that works. The media names you. Yeah. Most generally, they are the ones that dole out the nicknames. It's like the deaf world. You d- In sign language, you don't get to choose your own sign for your name. They usually bestow it upon you. This is... N- I don't agree. He got the wrong memo. He got the wrong memo. So now, before we talk about his, I'm a little, little bit wondering what ours would be. What would yours be? Do you know? No, because no, I would not be murderous. Oh, well, we know me. You could be your murderess in your books. Right. So would I be the right murderer? No, I don't like W-R-I-T-E murderer? The writing murderer? Who knows what I would be. What if I get crazy, Amanda? Crazy! (laughs) What if I get crazy and then I reenact everything from my book in real life? Then what are you going to call me? A playwright? No, I don't. All right. Well, not the... (laughs) Because I just can't see you doing anything. I wouldn't, but I, I feel like if we're on Kyle's thought process, what would we name ourselves? If we were murderers, killers of any sort. Nothing? All right. I, I, gotta, I gotta think on that. I All right. Know. I should have prepared you. Yeah. So, nonetheless, the Northwest Herald uncovered a social media page for Kyle. In which he called him, here's his name, you ready? Here's what he called himself. Thrill Kill Kyle. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't do go it. well. And I'm just saying, Thrill Kill? Mm, no. That's a little overused. No. That's a Sorry. Little, a little overused. So, on the MySpace page. Of course MySpace. <laughs> it is, of course MySpace. He wrote about his fascination with true crime literature and that he is, you ready, quote unquote, down with Satan. What does that mean? That's his homeboy, I'm sure. They're friends. They met. They're pals. He's BFFs. He's down with them. I don't. I don't. I don't. You know what else he wrote on there? Oh, God. He bragged about punching four police officers in the face before casually mentioning that he enjoys drinking women's blood. Wow, that was a left turn. <laughs> How would you even know that you like to do that? Why are we putting that stuff on MySpace? You would you would end up in my listen, if you did that on Facebook, you'd be in Facebook jail. <laughs> That's so true. It's not funny. That's That so is true. seriously? You would be reported in a hot second. I don't understand. Could Appar- you report people on MySpace? I don't know. MySpace was Is that still a thing of its own? No, I don't think so. I tried to Google MySpace and it looks like it was taken over by some weird artist account, like where you could find like 
did he have friends on MySpace? Did anybody think this was weird, like, commenting on it? Like, hey. Oh, I'm sure his friends were right along the same lines of him. I don't know. Oh, God. Um, so his profile was filled with images of women in bondage. And the photos included serial killers, pentagrams, and the aftermath of the Oklahoma City bombings. Just FYI, his profile has since been deleted. And I did not find it. This is something that somebody else had found and written mm-hmm. about. Um, because I for the I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I could go onto my MySpace account. Yeah. I for the life of me cannot find it. So if anybody can find it, that would be lovely. And I'm pretty sure my name was Ashley Vincent at the time. Find me, please. Because I would like to see all of my photos from when I had MySpace. Yeah, me too. Those would be my um what is that? What is that thing on TikTok? It's popular now. Um yeah, it's uh, the, 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 is it the trashy photos? No. Dirtbag photos? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they would I, be mine, too. All of my MySpace yes. photos would be my dirtbag photos. Yes. So, anyway, the True Crime Society blog says they found a couple of Kyle's posts before the page was deleted. Oh, gosh. I can't so, imagine. here we go. We're going to read a couple of these. Oh, God. Per- buckle up, buttercups. Yeah. Number one. Quote, Two and a half years ago, a girl I was in love with died of a heroin overdose. We used to watch Dracula together and have blood sex. What is that? (laughs) And remind me to never look it up. Because I don't like any. What is that? (laughs) That's not a real thing. He just put it in there because it sounded cool, right? (laughs) Welcome back. Sorry, we had to take a pause because we had to Google blood sex. I can't unread that now. (laughs) What does this say? It says, You use precision knives and other sharp objects to slice your partner's skin and draw blood. Um... This is believed to be the life force of someone and to be blood bound or fluid bound with your partner is the ultimate form of intimacy. I don't like anything about that. Now I cannot see it. (laughs) (sighs) So it's just people having sex while they're drenched in blood. Yeah. No. I'm not going to lie. I don't. I don't. I can't. I'm past. That's a lot. Abort mission. No. Um, so the quote continues, she meant the world to me. These words speak of how I feel. I would submit to the darkest deeds in the world to just be able to kiss her beautiful face again. He was in love with somebody that he had blood sex with while watching the movie Dracula. God, that sounds horrible. That is not a date night that That I have in my head at all. No. So his second quote says, this world needs a new revolution, not just in one way. The whole system has to change. We can't fight it with peace or we will lose. The system fights with war and what they shall receive back is war. We need to organize a rebellion of all the outcasts, punks, goths, skins, hardcore kids, serial killers, metalheads, terrorists, school shooters, anarchists, Satanists, mass murderers, etc. We have to unite and fuck up the system. 
It's been too long of sitting around and doing nothing. Unite the clans. Unite the underground network. Think of the damage we could cause. We could fuck it up hardcore. Ha 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 ha. End quote. He had to have been on drugs at that point in time. That was a lot. That was a lot. And I fell into none of those categories that he mentioned. I'm, I fall into zero of those categories. Everybody that I know falls into zero of those categories. I don't think I know anybody that falls into any of them. No. So, because Kyle is just so down with the murderers and making his presence known, he found a MySpace page dedicated to Ted Bundy. Of course he did. And on September 22nd, 2007, he wrote a post saying, quote, I'm the most cold-blooded son of a bitch you'll ever meet, my brother. Why? I don't even know who that's to. Who would that be to? I, I don't know. His train of thought is all over the place. I I just... Like, who's, he, who's he saying that to? I, I, Ted Bundy was dead in 1989 he's not reading your post in 2007 well maybe he believes the spirit or something is i maybe he was getting the message through him to his homie through <laughs> down with satan you know i don't know i don't i don't think he knows i don't think kyle morgan so you know. may be wondering what's going on with kyle morgan is he schizophrenic turns out his family said he was mentally ill He had been hospitalized numerous times and had at least eight suicide attempts. He was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. He was placed in facilities all over the country. His father said he would briefly appear, like, rehabilitated before relapsing again. Um, Which sounds just so... That sounds exhausting. It sounds exhausting. But if you're bipolar, there's many medications and different options to keep it under control so is it just he was one of those people who didn't like to take the medication yeah let's talk about that for a minute so his father also mentioned that they tried to have him involuntary committed but a judge rejected it because he hadn't harmed anyone doesn't that sound normal how many times have we actually heard that why are we waiting until somebody is hurt remember when i went to court trying to get a protective order what did they say um, you yeah. can't do anything about it until he, he hurts somebody, puts you in the hospital, or kills you. What is Back, that? That's ass backwards. So the protection order can only come after I've been hurt. I've been hurt. Well, then I, what is it protecting? Well, is it? I'm Nothing. already hurt. That's that's the fucked up system right there. That is that the is where everybody system. needs to yeah. unite. Yeah. So after. Um, he was unable to get him into a facility. A doctor prescribed him Vivenzi? Vivenzi. Vivenzi. V-Y-V-A-N-S-E. I couldn't, I couldn't, sometimes I can't, you don't even like, ibuprofen. Ibuprofen? Ibuprofen? I can say Tylenol. Advil. (laughs) Advil. Acetaminophen. Oh, well, you show off. So he was actually on this medication when he was, you know, murdering Robin. So the drug is a stimulant that is kind of like Adderall. Okay, yeah. 
it's used to treat ADHD. Okay? So, however, one of its side effects oh God. is psychosis. So, for those who don't know why I'm pointing that out, psychosis is a severe mental disorder in which thought and emotions are so impaired that they're just, like, their mind is not in reality. It almost is like their super outrageous thoughts almost seems super real to them. Yeah. And they're so kind of far like, out of the norm that yeah. they, they don't even realize it. Probably kind of like his posts. Yes. Um, so that is the drug that Kyle was taking when he murdered Robin. So after killing Robin, Kyle fled to Tennessee where he was eventually caught after he struck two pedestrians and got his car wedged between a tree and a concrete barrier. So in court, Dr. Jonathan Howard, who is a forensic psychiatrist, had this to say about the drug. He began by calling the drug poison and particularly dangerous for those with bipolar at all. So by increasing the dopamine level in the brain, the drug can like really just bring on psychosis quickly and cause those with bipolar to become increasingly irritable or prone to violent outbursts. So he said, in an individual with bipolar disorder, this is an extremely poor choice. So can the doctor who prescribed it be held accountable? I don't know about that, to be honest. And if he murdered Robin, could he be not guilty by reason of insanity? I don't know. Let's let's continue and see. So Morgan had a first like, violent episode in 2008, a few weeks after starting the very medication he was on. Yeah. He cut his own wrists in front of his girlfriend before jumping from a second-story balcony, believing he could fly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, turns out he can't. Just FYI. So, another forensic psychiatrist, Dr. James Cavanaugh, described Meg Morgan's mental illness and substance abuse dark thoughts, and morbid obsessions as lighter fluid, and the drug was the match. So he said, what resulted is a state of mind simply out of control. There was no impulse control, and it made no sense. It wasn't premeditated. He called the crime an impulse, not likely to reoccur. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. When We, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't know. Yeah. Um... So he said that this is a medication that should not have been prescribed to Mr. Morgan in the first place. It was prescribed, the violence ensued, and now Burton is dead, the judge said. But at the end of the day, Kyle Morgan must pay for his crime. Kyle did make a statement in court. He said, I wish I could change the past. He also said that he hoped that by sharing his struggles with drugs and mental illness that he could in turn help others. And then he added, I hope I have the chance to thrive in a positive way. His dad, Dean Morgan, had said, when sober, he was well-liked, had motivation, wanted to go to college. Kyle pleaded guilty, but mentally ill. And in 2013, he was sentenced to 30 years in prison. I don't think that's right. I don't know what's right. I mean, 
he had a lot. I mean, I, I, he had a whole lifetime of things. Right. But and his family tried on. getting him help. Who is at fault here? The judge was like, oh, until he does something, we're not going to put him, we're not making him go to rehab. Well, now he's done something. And you're going to put him away for it because he shouldn't have done it. But he needed the help. Had he gone and got that rehab, he wouldn't have been put on that medication. He was put on the medication after the judge said, no, we're not putting him away into a rehab. I want to know why the doctor that prescribed it prescribed it if all these other known therapists or whatever they are said, no, this should not have been prescribed. Then why was it prescribed? I'm wondering if it's anything like, um, gosh, now I can't even remember the name of the medication, but there's a medication out there that is for like anxiety. And when you're on it, it can like up your chances of being suicidal. Yeah, all It starts of them. with a C. All, all of them do. Okay, but the one that I took. Celexa, Citralopram. No, um, I know it would be in my thing, but. Paxil. No. It, Zoloft. <laughs> all of them. I'm sure they all do. They all have the same side effects. Yeah. But I know that from individual to individual, it's it different. can be different. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what mine was. Uh, I'm not exactly sure now. Um, when I first started my anxiety medication, it was a good four weeks until it adjusted to my system. Yeah. And it was like an out of body experience. Like I barely held on. I felt horrid. Yeah. I, gosh, I can't remember the name of mine, but it was, it upped my, yeah, want to commit suicide and I didn't even want to do that. It was just while on that medication. Yeah, so, they, they, that is a major So I'm wondering warning. if that's what the case was here. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I from don't think, person to person. I think he should have went to a rehab facility, and then upon completing that, he should have gone on to a mental facility. Right. And but served out a term there. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do that. So there it is. The, the I system. I think that failed. Failed him. system. Yeah. Yeah. to our second case of Kyle Morgan. Kyle Morgan. So this is actually about missing 15-year-old Kyle Morgan from Moundsville, West Virginia. West Virginia, Mount Mama. I feel like you did that in the last episode that we did. With West Virginia? Yeah. That was Skylar Niece. Yeah. You're you're a big singer when it comes to West Virginia. I don't know what it is. Never been to West Virginia in my life. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I couldn't tell you. All right. So, I'm not going to lie. This case had my head spinning. Oh, God. In a good way or a bad way? Oh, not in a great way. Oh, God. So, this is because every source I saw contradicted the source before. Oh, you hate when that happens. I hate when that happens. So, I'm not sure who saw my post on our Facebook page a while ago because I tend to... Um, not always the case that I'm researching now is the one that we'll do next week. Right. You have a bunch of research and then, yeah. Yeah. So it was a while ago, but as soon as I say what it was, I'm pretty sure you're going to remember. But I was working on this case when I posted something that said, I hate when sources cannot get simple facts right. Yeah. 
So that was my thought with this case as soon as I began researching it. So one source would say that Kyle Morgan's mom lived in West Virginia and his dad lived in Kentucky, while the next source would have it the opposite way. Oh, so which is it, people? Which is it? Okay, now normally this would not be an issue. I don't, it's not a big issue it's if not you a, get that wrong. an important detail? It is to this case. Oh, man. That's the problem. It's an important detail to this case. Not always is it an important detail. Such as the one that I pointed out in last week's episode. Yes, right. Where Morbid had said right. that Angela was born in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania but but I found out it was California. California. It's not a big detail to that case. Right, but to this one it, it would it be is. pertinent to the... Yeah. yeah. So, I also have OCD. So, I just want to make sure the facts are right, which means I need to know the real facts. So, I went to my trusty source, whitepages.com. After I found out what his parents' names were, I decided to look up the addresses, because that's normal. Of course it is. Let's begin our, let's begin our case. Kyle Jerry Dale Morgan. How many names does he have? Four. Kyle Jerry Mary Dale Dale. Kyle, Gary, Jerry, Kyle, Jerry, Dale, Dale, Morgan. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Because it was like rhyming and then it was Dale. <laughs> Kyle, Jerry, Dale, Dale, Morgan. Kyle, Jerry, Kyle and Jerry don't rhyme, but they flow. Kyle, Jerry, Dale, Morgan. Why does he have so many first names? It's hyphenated. What's hyphenated? Jerry, Dale. Yeah. I love it. Great name choice. So he was born on July 20th, 2000 to parents Angela and Dale in Louisville, Kentucky. So there's not much more known about his upbringing. I'm not even sure if his parents were married or like together together. I'm also not sure when, but his father moved from Kentucky to West Virginia. West Virginia. Stop it. According to WTOV9 News, most of the Morgan family lived in, or still does, southern West Virginia. But Kyle and his dad Dale were in Moundsville for Dale's work. So this is the source that sounded right to me most, especially since I found his obituary on Find a Grave. And it stated that he is survived by his father, Dale Allen Morgan of Moundsville, West Virginia, and mother, Angela Dawn Hawkins of Bardstown, Kentucky. So that's literally in his obituary. So that's how where are, they live. How are people getting it wrong? So this is the moment that I went to White Pages, and although I cannot find an address for his father in West Virginia, I did find his mother's address in Kentucky. So the final answer to me was dad in West Virginia while mom is in Kentucky. Hmm. The reason I'm like super spicy and annoyed by this is because sometimes I like to watch a video that has to do with the case. Yeah. And I found a YouTuber and I'm not going to call them out here. Maybe I will. Uh, I found that this case was covered and they couldn't get the information correct. And I did comment on that. She sure did. People. I did not watch the whole video because she was spiced. Yes. Within the first few seconds yes. of the video, you gave me wrong information yes. that is pertinent to the case. Get out of here with that. Yeah. So I remember that. Lamont at large. 
Needless to say, I could not believe anything that came out of this guy's mouth after he clearly ignored, like, simple facts. Like, if you're going to cover a case, do a little research. The boy's obituary says. Right. And, I mean, normally information you find in an obituary is written by somebody extremely close to the family. So that information is usually accurate. I just don't get it. Anyway, Kyle was now in West Virginia. Again, there's not much information. I'm not sure how long he even lived there, but I'm going to assume that it wasn't very long. Do we know why he lived with his dad and not his mom? I don't. I don't know why. Okay. So I am going to say this about this case. Allegedly. (laughs) This case is allegedly this and allegedly that. So... I'm going to lay this out for you in storybook form right now because everything is questionable. Not even the the police have concrete answers like about anything. Yeah. So once upon a time. Long, long ago. Yeah. After moving to West Virginia, Kyle hated it. Aww. Yeah. He did not like his life there. He missed his friends and his family back in his hometown. So he decided to go back to Kentucky. Like, run away, go back? Or, like, he, yep. he just, like... He decided. 15-year-old Kyle decided. So, I feel like this case is missing, like, a lot of meat and potatoes. Like, seriously. Like, it's just missing everything it needs to be a case. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I'm going to run through the secrets sequence of events as, like, bullet points. And he's missing. Okay. Yes, because you don't keep up well. No, no, no. I'm, I'm keeping up. I'm just kind of thinking out loud. Like, I'm thinking my thoughts are, okay. are, are being... All right. I'll point it out later. Kyle was last seen on June 15th, 2016 at 11 p.m. I'm not sure by who or where <laughs> he was just last seen. Okay. I do not know what happened when he went missing. I do not know if he was supposed to be somewhere and never made it like to a friend's house or a family member's or even home. I have zero idea where he was going and what he was doing. None where was he last seen at? No. Nope. Don't no, know no. what state or anything. Nope. But it was definitely reported that he was last seen at 11 p.m. on the 15th. So on June 16th, 2016, in Wheeling, West Virginia, in a separate case, a body was found. A bicyclist reported it was underneath the Fort Henry Bridge on the downtown side of the Ohio River at about 2 p.m. This came in. The bridge is situated just beyond a parking area for customers of Uncle Pete's Restaurant. On June 17th, 2016, Dale Morgan went to the Moundsville Police Department to report Kyle missing. On June 23rd, 2016, unfortunately even though the identification process was complicated because there was a lack of dental records and DNA comparison samples. Uh, they, the medical examiner had to use photo identification and weird, unusual marks to confirm the identity. But in the end, the body was identified to be Kyle Morgan, the one that they found, the bicyclist had found. That was Kyle Morgan. So the cause of... Death was blunt force trauma to the head and was ruled a homicide by the state coroner. The victim was resting under a blanket, his arms under his head, in an area above the Heritage Trail and directly under the I-70 span. 
So law enforcement officials found no pipe, no bat, no brick, nothing. Was he killed somewhere else and then placed there? I don't know. And Morgan was not in possession of any form of identification or money. And the backpack that he reportedly brought with him to Wheeling was not found either. Okay. So skip ahead for a moment. Okay. August 8th, 2016, news broke that a 68-year-old woman named Sharon Louise Leach from Moundsville was arrested. She's a head nurse at Reynolds Memorial Hospital. And she's actually facing charges linked to the case. What? Yeah. I found an article that kind of covers a little bit about what's going on. So on July 18th, a female juvenile went to the Moundsville Police Department with information about Kyle Morgan. She stated that her ex-boyfriend had been contacted by Kyle asking for a ride to the bus station in Wheeling because he was going to go visit his mother in Kentucky. The story that she told said that Kyle had offered the male, her boyfriend, $20 and marijuana in exchange for the ride. The male then asked Sharon, which is one of his relatives, to take all three teens to Wheeling, and she agreed. Sharon and the three teens then reportedly traveled to Wheeling, where they dropped Kyle Morgan off at the former bus terminal near Wasbango Arena. Was Bango Arena? Yeah. So the girl said that Kyle told the teens that he had planned to go ghost during the trip. Do you know what that means? Ghosting people? Yeah. He was just going to stop talking. And leave his cell phone behind in the vehicle while taking a black and red backpack and headphones with him. So he had left his cell phone in the vehicle and just took his other stuff. She also said that Kyle and her boyfriend smoked marijuana during the ride. All right. So logically, the police were like, okay, so who's Sharon? We're going to talk to her. Yeah. So on July 19th, the the Moundsville Police Department and the Marshall County Sheriff's Department responded to 1378 Chase Lane around 9 p.m. to talk to her. So during a search of the house, officers found Kyle Morgan's phone. Oh. So it's weird because... Her male relative, right, reportedly admitted to throwing the phone over a hill along with seven white pills in her work bag. So Sharon claimed that the pills were Percocet, but they were identified as acetaminophen and oxycodone. Oh. You know, schedule two narcotics. So she admitted she used her vehicle to drive Kyle to the bus terminal on the evening that he went missing and that she was aware that he and her teen relative were smoking marijuana in her vehicle. She also admitted that she was aware that Kyle was reported missing the following day and subsequently found dead, but didn't report any of this information to the police. She did not find that necessary. That is not looking good, lady. Yeah. She then casually stated that she knew she should have come forward, but she hadn't thought about it since. What? How? Like, oh, there's a missing boy who I had in my vehicle who was just found dead. And I know something about all of this, but, you know, I'll do something about it tomorrow. And then not. Yeah, that's not. And it just, oh, it just kind of slipped my mind. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. 
You yeah. purposely didn't do it. That sounds like a load of bullshit. Yeah. So the male juvenile in the case is also facing obstruction charges. So the teen said he feared dealing with the police, which made him decide to throw the phone over the hill. He was like, I'm so scared of the police. I'm just going to pretend like none of this has happened. Yeah, because that works so well. So to this day, no one really knows what happened to Kyle. There is zero closure, zero answers. And I actually cannot find much as to what happened with Sharon Leach either. So Kyle's obituary does state that he was laid to rest at the Elizabethtown Memorial Gardens in Cecilia, Kentucky, which is like 35 minutes from where his mom lives. Um, I did find a GoFundMe that is still active. Um, so I will be linking it in the show notes. But I am going to close with this quote um, from Kyle's mom. She says, I haven't seen the crime scene photos because I don't know if I can handle that. But Dale, Kyle's father, has seen them. And he told me that I shouldn't look at them. I have become very frustrated with not knowing what happened to my son. I just want the person who did this to come forward because this is just not right. We're talking about a 15-year-old baby. He was a boy who was planning to join the U.S. Navy. Pay for college. He had goals. He had dreams. He wanted to become a designer of video games. I cannot believe that there's no closure on that. Yeah, there's not a lot of information. It doesn't sound like the police department did very much digging. Again, this is becoming a pattern. I just need, I'm I, not to link this, but um, back a few episodes ago, I spoke about Liz from Maine, which is still an ongoing case. And they are having about as much luck with the police as... Why? Is there something that they do know that they don't share with anybody in the public that kind of hinders... The Hulk? Well, I guess let's link it back to last episode. Angela Samoda, right? That case went on for like 20 some years, right? Yeah. And they lied at each turn. Why yeah, would they do why that? Why would they do that? It it turned out it wasn't a police officer who did this or anything like that. So yeah. why were they not doing anything? They literally said, hey, we don't have the DNA test kit anymore. It got flooded out. It didn't. That's a lie. So why were they covering? Like, there was nothing to... There was no reason for it. Yes, I don't... So I don't understand. I, I don't mean, understand how they can't figure out what happened to him. It's 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 a lot. And I, I mean, if we're going to go off hypotheticals, which I absolutely hate, maybe I'll just call it my opinion. I think there's more to the Sharon Leach thing. But then again, Something this is happened. a, I mean, a 15-year-old. That's my son's age. That's your son's age. And that's one year younger than Tara. Um, I don't know. Anything could have happened. Maybe it had nothing to do with Sharon and the boy. And, maybe he was just wrong place, wrong time. Right. So maybe it was some passerbyer. But there's no information. Zero It doesn't really look very good that the, the, the people whose car he was in didn't speak up. That makes him look kind of hella shady. It does make it seem like hella shady, but maybe they were like, oh shit, he was in my car and now he's dead and we had nothing to, to do, do with, with this. It. And yeah. they got scared. Maybe they yeah. got spooked. I mean, 
she's a head nurse, but I think not coming forward makes it a lot worse for you, dude. I think like, so too. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I yeah. Not to link it back to Liz That's... and the fiance that was in the room when she passed and stayed there with her body for three days. But huh, I'm sorry, one to three days. That's what the EMT said. But dear God, like, and now he's just missing. Like, he's just gone. He's not talking to police as far as we know. And like, yeah. And it's just like, at the, they're not really looking for him. I like, I like just I, don't get I it. I like want to go there. Oh, like, I definitely want to go there. I definitely, I am like in contact with this family at least once a day now. I'm so sorry if you guys heard that scratching. That's not paranormal stuff. That we were in the bathroom. Funny. That was either my cat or my son at this point. Who knows the difference? Um, but yeah, it's, I just don't understand why the police aren't doing what they have to do in any case. Like, this is literally your job. How like, are like podcasters doing more than you? Well, this is my thing. We don't know because we, we're not a police officer. We're not in the force. We're not a detective. So right. there may be something that they know that they can't share with us that they're working on inside. But there may also be nothing. Right. And they're doing nothing. We well, don't know. I, I'm telling you, as far as the Liz case, it, it seems, seems like as though they're, they're doing nothing. zero. Like everything they're they're saying and everything they're so called doing. I feel like I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt, just in case there's something that I'm I missing. Don't... See, the, and this is where it comes, like my love hate relationship with yeah. authority. Like I, yeah. I want to say you guys are doing your job, but I, I right? I don't know. Just within the last few days, any trust that I had yeah. in the police was shattered yet again. I'm yeah. just, I can't, I can't. So I don't know. I really hope eventually Dale and Something. Angela get yeah. some sort of closure. Oh my god! I will say that maybe I am a little happier that, that they have, that they found Kyle's body because at least that's a little more closure. At least they know where their baby is. Do you know what I mean? True. Granted he's dead, but at least it's not like, what if he's still alive? Yeah. Okay. You now know he's not. And that is worst case scenario, but... At least he's not just out there and you never know what happened to him. You know what happened to him, but you don't know what happened to him. You don't know who did it. You don't know what went down. But you know he was murdered. I mean, he was bludgeoned to death. So, and then he was posed with his hands under his head and blankets. And so it sounds like somebody was remorseful or at least cared a little bit. I don't know. It's so weird. It's so... So that's Kyle Morgan, Kyle Morgan oh. case. And it's two different people. Opposite ends, yeah. Oh my gosh, two different people. Um, But I was initially looking up the first case, but then the second case come up, and I was so confused. I'm like, <laughs> I thought he was 29. How is he now 15 and missing? What is going on? And then, and then I realized, this is two separate cases. But every time you put in Kyle, so I ended up having to put in Kyle Morgan murderer. So how did you hear of Kyle Morgan murderer? I'm really unsure. I can't remember because it's not that big of a case. I cannot remember how I came across this. I do not remember. Um, I couldn't tell you if I tried. Huh. But I, I ended up coming across one of them. And then when I typed it into Google, it just, I got so confused. 
And I then you throw too. the musician in there, and I'm like, what? Do, what is he hiding? <laughs> Who? Yeah, turns out nothing. He just sings. <laughs> My apologies, everybody. Go listen to Kyle Morgan, the musician. Is he a country western, gospel? Oh, of course, rock you and would. roll. Of course, you would ask me that. Let me do West a Virginia. Google search. Keep singing. Mount Mama. Not enough to get us like. Take me home. Not enough to get us like sued or anything. You're not singing. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, it looks as though. He is a Brooklyn-based songwriter. He grew up in central Pennsylvania. Me too, me too. 717 in the house. Wow, that's a lot. It seems as though it might be country. It seems as though it might be country. Country. I have a picture of him. Country. I'm on his Facebook page. Oh! That's Kyle Morgan, the musician. I think it's country. I think that's what's happening. I I think I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure it sounds music. like it. it I'm seems, sure his music is very good. It sounds like it. Everybody, go listen. I'm I'm gonna take a gander. This one's called "Out of the Blue." This one says "Broken Love." Yeah, everybody, go listen to that. Looks like he's got videos up on YouTube. So. Yeah, definitely go take a take a look at that. I do have pictures for you. That's groovy. Of Kyle Morgan. Kyle Morgan. Other people. Did you want to see that? Yes. All right. Hold your horses. There he is. So this is from our first case. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely his teenage dirt bag. That's what it's called. Teenage dirt bag. Yeah. Um, and so, what about the other Kyle Morgan? Kyle Morgan. Um, oh, there he is with a little, I don't know, is that eyeliner or was he scratched? I don't know. He looks like a kitty cat. <laughs> with like whiskers. Yeah, but coming out of his eyes. eyes. Um, so there's the other one, Kyle Morgan, the victim. Oh, he was a baby. Yeah, he was 15 years old. So handsome. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, oh. it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. But I mean, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like. It stresses me out because we don't know what's happening. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Can you imagine what the mother feels like and the father? No. And I, I, I'm, I'm glad that I can't imagine that, but oh. I feel for them. Like Me too. Nobody should have to ever go no. through that. No. Nobody should lose their child before right. they die. The parents are, are supposed to go first. But to have the child be horribly, like, just horrifically taken. Yeah. Like, you have no answers. Not because of, like, an illness or something, but somebody else at somebody else's hand took that person from yeah. you. Get the F out of here. I know. It's not right. It's not right. It is not right. So, you know what? Let's end it. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Okay. Stay alert. Stay salty. Stay intact. Ugh, you did that beautifully. I know. I did it. I was so proud of myself. I was, like, so nervous. I threw that, I threw that at you and you, you were did. unsure. I loved it. That's a great story. <laughs>
next episode.